Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, the future of drones is here. If you think about the Jetsons, if you're old enough to remember the TV show, The Jetsons, I do envision drones, all kinds of different drones flying around with manned manned airplanes. I do envision it, if it's a when versus an if. Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's a drone. We hear more and more about drones and how they'll change our economy. How much of this is real and how much is imagined? Our next guest, Pramod Raheja, is CEO of Agility here in town. He and I are going to talk about how to separate the myth from the fact so we can all understand what's actually going on with drone technology, why it matters economically, and how our region's future growth is more tightly intertwined with drones than perhaps you would expect. Promote, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Jonathan, for having me. Well, it's always terrific. I love talking with our local entrepreneurs. Tell me a bit about Agility. What does it do? Sure. Agility was formed to, in a very simple, in a very simple sense, to solve real-world problems. So most of you uh, listening to this probably have seen drones flying around your neighborhood. You see the little quadcopters. You can buy one on Amazon, pretty cheap. I have a few of them myself, um, but they don't really do anything really mission-specific. And what I mean by that is. For example, the uh, you know everybody thinks about what can drones do. Uh, we think about Amazon delivering packages or uh, delivering a pizza. Well, while those are all really great missions, uh, there's a lot of real-world missions out there where uh, we're saving lives or uh, we're protecting our borders or what have you uh, using drones. And those are those are the problems that Air Agility really focuses on. Um, specifically, uh, right now, search and rescue type of activity, security, as well as um, surveillance and and um, even getting into the medical logistics space. Well, it, it strikes me that autonomy generally, uh, and drones in particular, have a lot of potential for connecting people and connecting uh, society in a way that, that, frankly, isn't being done right now. I mean, do you equate drones in some ways with the the change that happened when we went from horse-drawn carriages to powered automobiles? Yeah, so we see, of course, everybody sees airplanes. We we fly on airplanes, and there's all kinds of different airplanes. What I what what I see really is, yeah, this sort of transformation that will happen. So we have cars on the highways, of course, every day. I just sat in traffic for uh, for a while, but uh, you will, you know, the, if you think about the Jetsons, if you're old enough to remember the TV show The Jetsons, I do envision drones, all kinds of different drones, flying around with manned air, manned airplanes in the air traffic control system. That is happening. It's probably you know, a few years away from reality to where we see drones daily flying around overhead. There's a lot of issues that have to be tackled before we really see that, but I do envision it. It's a matter of time versus an if. It's a when versus an if. It took a while for people to get comfortable with the idea of automobiles. You know, when you go back to the late 1800s, early 1900s, there was a lot of discomfort around the idea that cars could crash and kill people. You hear the same thing now, I think, respect to drones, you know, uh, particularly now that you saw recently that, you know, the Russian Kalashnikov um, folks, instead of doing rifles, they're now doing a Kalashnikov. They're doing they're doing drones now. Right. And so drones are a, quote, national security threat. We see airports being closed because people are playing with drones near airports. But yet in order for drones to really fulfill their potential, they are literally going to have to be dense over cities. So how do you see that happening? Well, I think it really boils down to, just like we have a uh, national airspace system for airplanes, it boils down to an unmanned traffic management system and having um, collision avoidance systems on the drones, 
parachutes probably if you're flying over people so that if uh, something happens that uh, their drone's just going to float down, it's not going to just crash down. Um, so some kind of deployment system with that. And that's already happening as well. Uh, and in addition to that, um, you know, a robust sort of communications network between the drones. So, you know, having to see really the identification of, of the drone. So on a manned airplane, every airplane is identified. You can see it in the sky, radar, uh, the air traffic controllers can see the entire airspace system and where every airplane is. Uh, I do think at that at some point that will have to happen for drones as well. So everything will have an identification uh, as well as some sort of safety you know mechanism like a parachute to make sure that we're not crashing. You know they're not crashing over people. And in effect, we're going to have to have a new way to regulate airspace and move away from the concept of having lanes in the sky, which we have now with the FAA, to basically sort of structured mayhem. <laughs> it's what it sounds like. Yeah, I, I'd say it, it, that's probably a good way to look at it. Uh, you know, there's a, there'll probably be a little chaos before there's complete order. Uh, but absolutely, um, you know, there will probably be lower, I would say, lower altitude, uh, high, you know, lanes in the sky as mm -hmm. well. So uh, kind of routes and corridors, you know. So, for example, um, if you're talking about delivering something from point A to point B, it may have to fly along a certain route in order to comply with, you know, to make sure that there's it's safe. So what the, is the economic opportunity here sort of like the emergence of the automobile industry where some people are going to make – some people made cars and other people made things or had businesses supported? Is that is that what drones are going to mean for our economy? Absolutely. There's an entire drone economy already taking place from hardware to software to uh, payload to sensors to almost everything you can think of that you might be able to do with a flying machine. So just imagine the kind of things that – that happen on the ground, that can also happen in the air, that can happen at a lower cost. Uh, instead of using a helicopter for something, you might be using a drone. So what's what goes on that drone is uh, is important in order to do the mission. So yes, there's a whole sort of supporting economy. If you The analogy you could use also is uh, sort of the, uh, an iPhone and you have a whole app economy around the iPhone. There's a whole sort of app economy around drones as well. So is our agility a... Um a manufacturer of drones, or is Agility a service business that uses drones, or is it an app company? How would you describe Agility? Yeah, so I would consider us a solutions provider. So that what I mean by that is really, yes, we are designing the hardware, uh, specific software that goes into the drone to make sure that it flies and uh, communicates. Uh, but then we partner up with complementary companies in terms of the payload and then deliver a solution. So mm -hmm. payload might mean a sensor. A payload might mean uh, carrying something such as a, an organ hmm. um, for, for uh, transplant. For transplant. Um, and that would be the entire solution, but it would be you know a set of companies that, that do that together. Um, yes, that's correct. And then in the future, I also see some of these companies, a lot of M&A activities, just, so just like we saw in the Again, if you're old enough to remember the internet of the late 90s, there was a lot of M&A, and that, that'll probably happen in the next, I'd say, four to five years with uh, the drone economy as well. Sounds really interesting, and, and, and thanks for taking the time today to help unpack this. I must admit the drones is one of those things that because they're so accessible and you just go and buy one, a lot of people think that they're just toys, and that's it could be further from the truth. Absolutely. And that was Pramod Raheja, CEO of Airgility. Thank you to the Greater Washington Board of Trade. The Greater Washington Board of Trade represents leading businesses, nonprofit organizations, and academic institutions and has helped shape the development of our region for over 130 years. Visit boardoftrade.org to learn how a Board of Trade membership can help your organization succeed in this rapidly changing marketplace. Thanks to Auric, an international law firm that focuses on technology, energy, and infrastructure finance. 
Clients worldwide call on it for forward-looking commercial advice on transactions, litigation, and compliance. Learn more at auric.com. Our executive producer is Tracy Madigan, online writer Barbara Ulrich, music provided by two D.C. region bands, Two Car Living Room, and The Sunbathers. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Thanks for listening. See you next time.